MOCQ. Radio Emma Talk. This is the Radio Emma Talk World Service. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Radio Emma Talk. नमस्ते गुड मॉर्निंग गुड आफ्टरनून और गुड इवनिंग आप जहां कहीं भी सुन रहे हैं आप सबका रेडियो एमा टॉक वर्ड सर्विस पे स्वागत है our friends in radio station zonk and contact this is radio emma talk hello there and welcome to this month's world service program this is jim salmon speaking to you from our studio here in chelmsford in the uk and reaching you via our transmission relay partners on shortwave medium wave or fm or via our listening online service through our website. And I hope I find you well today and enjoying the slightly warmer temperatures that we're experiencing here in the UK, where we're coming out of what has felt like a long winter. One thing I'm looking forward to, hopefully soon, is the simple pleasure of sitting in a deck chair in our garden or away in our little caravan and enjoying a beer or a cup of tea whilst tuning around on my XH Data radio. I think we've all learned over the last year that there's a lot to be said for normal pastimes and simple pleasures. Anyway, before I start getting too philosophical, let me tell you what's in store in today's programme. Well, first in the Electra report, I'd like to share a few thoughts on the value of radio, especially after the recent World Radio Day, which reminded me of how easy it is to take radio for granted, and yet it is as important today as it's always been. In Our Friends in Radio, we're following on with this topic and say thanks to a few of the people and organisations who we've got to know during this Radio Emma Talk project. Station Zonk this month features extracts from a very popular programme which was broadcast on Radio Sweden in the 1970s, The Saturday Show. And finally, we'll be saying hello to you if you've got in touch with us over the last month in Contact. And I have to say, this has been another bumper month for reception reports and emails, for which I am extremely grateful. We're always happy to receive your comments and reception reports, and we reply to you with our EQSL details. OK, my friends, thank you for joining me here today, and I hope you stay tuned for this month's edition of the Radio Amatok World Service. Good morning, good, good afternoon, afternoon, or good, good evening. Wherever you are listening, welcome to Radio Amatok. We welcome your reception reports, your wireless memories and your comments. Send your emails to emmatock1922 at gmail.com. Wherever you are, you're with Radio Emmatock. This is Radio Emmatock. Calling the world, calling the world. Hello CQ, hello CQ. This is Radio Emmatock, Chelmsford calling. Next on the Radio Emmatock World Service, the Electra Report. This is Radio Emmatock. Today we're looking at the value of radio. Certain events over the last few months should have given us more reasons to appreciate the value of radio broadcasting 
and in particular the long-distance capabilities of shortwave. In these days of countries turning off or drastically reducing their external broadcasting facilities, maybe it's time for a new look at current mainstream media and how to reach people. It is interesting to note that some international broadcasters have now returned to shortwave using relay stations in, say, the USA or Germany, and perhaps this is a sign of what is to come. Also, some nations have expanded their shortwave broadcasts, with some seeming to appear on virtually all of the broadcast bands, and others have maintained their presence. Maybe some recent events will hopefully make some nations reconsider their earlier eagerness to turn off medium wave and shortwave systems. Many now are reliant on the internet to reach listeners across the world, and to a large extent this has been successful. However, it is apparent that there are flaws in this principle. The internet is effectively a third-party middleman between the supplier and receiver of information, often outside the control of the broadcaster and the listener, putting internet-based systems at a distinct disadvantage to the traditional methods of shortwave and medium-wave broadcasting. In the early and current stages of the recent Myanmar conflict, there have been internet blackouts. In Australia, in a row over paying for news content, Facebook has recently blocked news content on its platform. Many other countries impose strict controls over internet content. Hardly a guaranteed, reliable or independent system to use for spreading information. Of course, in the past, and actually still today, radio signals are not always guaranteed to get to their targeted audience, with general atmospheric conditions causing problems alongside willful jamming of signals by nations wishing to prevent opposing views being aired. But I would hazard a guess that radio is far more successful overall in reaching an audience than an internet system that is either being controlled or has been blacked out. The UNESCO World Radio Day organisers recently posed the question, what is the main invention that endangered radio? One, the internet, or two, television? The answer given... The arrival of television first, then the emergence of the internet, should have been enough to put the value of radio at great risk. However, radio has managed to maintain itself to be one of the most used mediums in the world. Let's hope that this message is not lost on those thinking ahead on what is the best way to reach listeners to inform, educate and to entertain. On a lighter note, we recently watched a film on Amazon Prime entitled Greenland. Not spectacular, but a reasonable way to relax on a Saturday night. What was interesting, however, was that unusually the filmmakers got things right with regard to phone and radio communications. In a nutshell, and without wishing to spoil the predictable plot, the Earth is bombarded by a comet or a cluster of space objects, causing near-full extinction. As cities are wiped out, the film accurately shows mobile phone communications failing, and after evacuating to Greenland and a nine-month spell in emergency sheltering, the few remaining survivors emerge from their shelters and attempt to make contact with any other survivors across the world. Again, the method of communication was accurately portrayed with CQ calls being put out, presumably on the HF bands. It was nice to see that on this fictional occasion, real radio was acknowledged and given its correct level of importance. CQ, 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 CQ. 
On February the 6th, it was good to hear our friends at Scandinavian Weekend Radio back on the air for their first broadcast of 2021. Scandinavian Weekend Radio is a private station transmitting from Virat in Finland on the first Saturday of the month on shortwave, medium wave and FM. Originally established in 1999 by a group of radio hobbyists, they're still going strong today. And we are fortunate that our programme is part of their broadcasting schedule. If you haven't heard their transmissions, here's a small taste of Scandinavian Weekend Radio. This is Scandinavian Weekend Radio, the Finnish independent shortwave station. Scandinavian Weekend Radio. These are the sounds that you want to hear, coming over loud and clear. This program is coming to you from studios in Virat in Finland. This is Scandinavian Weekend Radio. Scandinavian Weekend Radio. From the town of Virat in Finland, this is Scandinavian Weekend Radio broadcasting shortwaves. Your instant comments and reception reports are highly appreciated. To submit your feedback, you can use either traditional mail or our dynamic internet pages. In the internet, the address is www.swradio.net. Net. Keep your shortwave receiver handy and stay alert. SWI's on the air. Scandinavian Weekend Radio. This is Scandinavian Weekend Radio. Scandinavian Weekend Radio on 1602 kilohertz medium wave, various shortwave frequencies, and 94.9 megahertz FM. And you can find further details on their website at www swradio.net A couple of quick mentions now first to the British DX Club a club established more than 45 years ago and who continue to produce the excellent monthly communication magazine Greetings to all members and details coming up of how to join this informative organisation Also a mention for an interesting YouTube channel produced by one of our regular listeners from Germany Ralph Bender Ralph regularly uploads videos covering all types of radio listening to this channel, including reception of us, 
so we recommend viewing and subscribing to this interesting site. Simply visit youtube.com forward slash Ralph Bender. That's R-A-L-F-B-E-N-D-E-R. And if you would like us to give out details of your DX club or radio organisation, just get in contact. Our email address is emmatoc1922, that's E-M-M-A-T-O-C-1922 at gmail.com. And here's a recap for the British DX Club and Ralph's YouTube channel. If you're a DXer, then you should join BDXC. BDXC produces an excellent monthly magazine called Communication, often running up to 60 pages covering the world of shortwave, medium wave and FM. Plus, radio stations in the United Kingdom, the most comprehensive directory of radio stations in Britain and Ireland. For more information, visit the website bdxc.org.uk. That's bdxc.org.uk. The British DX Club, the number one DX Club in the United Kingdom. Ihre Interessen sind Kurzwellen und Mittelwellenradio? Logins, Utility-Stationen, Amateurfunk und mehr? Dann besuchen Sie doch mal meinen YouTube-Kanal Ralf Bender Shortwave Radio Channel auf youtube.com slash Ralf Bender. Ich wiederhole, youtube.com slash Ralf Bender. Danke und hoffentlich bis bald, Ihr Ralf Bender. Welcome to Ralf Bender's YouTube Shortwave Radio Channel. You're listening to the Radio Amatoc World Service and this section, Our Friends in Radio. Another couple of firsts for us this last month, our first reception report from South Korea and the first time we have had our station name mentioned in an Indian daily newspaper. More detail on all of our reception reports later in our contact section and let's now say hello to all members of the Indian DX Club International who organised a successful online webinar meeting to celebrate World Radio Day on the 13th of February. An interesting and informative meeting in which we were pleased to take part and share our thoughts on radio listening and broadcasting. We were also very pleased to receive a certificate of participation from the Indian DX Club International and subsequently to have our station name mentioned in the English daily newspaper of North East India, North East Colours. Thanks to everyone involved and many thanks to all who took part in this year's World Radio Day across the globe, with many stations and organisations celebrating the constantly evolving nature of radio. Le monde change, la radio évolue. Depuis plus d'un siècle, la radio se fait l'écho de notre société. Des voix et des musiques rythment nos vies, des émissions marquent leur temps. La radio traverse les époques en restant le relais d'un monde en perpétuelle mutation. Le monde change, la radio innove. Avec les nouvelles technologies, la radio s'est adaptée à nos nouveaux comportements et modes de vie. Médias de la mobilité, la radio est devenue multiplateforme, accessible à tous et partout. Le monde change, la radio connecte. Lorsque les événements se bousculent, notre quotidien et nos habitudes sont bouleversés. Nous devons nous adapter. La radio nous rend de multiples services pour échanger, nous informer, nous relier. This year's theme for World Radio Day was Evolution, Innovation and Connection. For more than a hundred years, radio has been the voice of our society surviving through the ages. And looking at the variety of events taking place on World Radio Day put me in a somewhat reflective mood, reminding me that here in the UK 
we are very fortunate to have many different forms of communication, with internet-based systems playing a major role in how we contact each other. I am mindful though that in many parts of the world radio is still the main form of receiving information and the internet is difficult or too expensive to obtain or simply non-existent. This got me thinking about how we communicate with listeners here at Radio Emma Talk, which is 99.9% by email. And thus, I'd like to take this opportunity to say a special hello to you if you are tuned into this programme via one of our shortwave relay transmissions where internet access is not available and so contact with us is not possible. Special greetings to you from Radio Amatok and thank you for tuning in to our shortwave broadcast and we are pleased that you are part of our listening family. The world is changing. Radio is evolving. For more than a century, radio has been the voice of our society. Voices and music have set the rhythm of our lives. Broadcasts mark their time. Radio has survived through the ages while remaining the relay of a world in perpetual change. The world is changing. Radio is innovating. With new technologies, radio has adapted to our new behaviors and lifestyles. As a medium of mobility, radio has become a multi-platform, accessible to everyone and everywhere. The world is changing. Radio connects. When events change, our daily lives and habits are turned upside down. We have to adapt. Radio provides us with multiple services to exchange, inform, connect. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to, to Radio Emmatoc. This is Radio Emmatoc. Calling the world, calling the world, calling the world. We welcome your reception reports, your wireless memories, and your comments. Send your emails to emmatoc. 1922 at gmail.com Wherever you are, you're with Radio Emma Talk. Radio Emma Talk? This is Radio Emma Talk. Next on the Radio Emma Talk World Service Station Zone. This is Radio Emma Talk. Radio Sweden, Stockholm. On Station Zonk, we like to add in something light-hearted and humorous. A recent reception report from Sweden came in from Lars Hennel, who recalled his earlier DXing days in his youth in the late 1970s, and that got me thinking about what far-distant signals I was listening to in the 1970s. Well, if you know me, then it'll be no surprise to hear that I was mostly glued to the offshore station Radio Caroline, but there were times when I drifted in search of other stations, and I recall tuning into Radio Sweden on shortwave and medium wave, 254 metres, and listening to Sweden calling DXers on a Tuesday with George Wood, and on Saturday, the Saturday show with Roger Wallace. A quick search online soon found archive recordings of the Saturday show, and so, with very grateful thanks to dxarchive.com and shortwavearchive.com, we can travel back to the late 1970s and tune in again to 1179kHz at 11pm on a Saturday night. Radio Sweden, Radio Sweden, wonderful station. <laughs> Listen to the radio, you can hear 
Every song in the nation Sweden, you can't beat them Just join them Radio Sweden, you can't beat them Listen to Radio Sweden That's right folks, this is that biased thing they call the Radio Sweden Saturday Show on 254 meters and short waves what he is saying is that Radio Sweden does admittedly make you think seriously about life. But it's good fun all the same. Try a dose of Radio Sweden at 11.45 p.m. Central European time on 254 meters or on short waves. Here, you can't spell. Oh, no, I got a cow to the dose. Not smell, spell. You can't spell Saturday show like that. But anyway, you spell it. A radio Sweden Saturday show smells fine. Ow! Fine. Yes? What do you want? Who are you, anyway? I'm from Radio Sweden. I just want to tell the world to be nice. Oh? Radio Sweden! I just want to tell everyone what to do to end wars and stop starvation and stuff like that. So it'll all be nice and we can play frisbee together and exchange Radio Sweden. Confused radio for a confused world. What? Some people hate Radio Sweden so intensely that they never miss a single program. Yeah! And now, the Radio Sweden Undress. Our shoes, our tie, our trousers, and a, a long winter cheese sandwich. Wait a minute, some sort of mistake here. The Saturday Show. Marvellous, and many memories there, especially with the Radio Sweden interval signal. That was Roger Wallace and colleagues from The Saturday Show broadcast on Radio Sweden from 1967 to 1981. And if you'd like to hear the complete show, then there's a link to dxarchive.com and shortwavearchive.com on our programme number 11 World Service page at our own website www.emmatoc.com. That's E-M-M-A-T-O-C dot com. Meanwhile, you're with a slightly calmer Radio Emmatoc and our monthly World Service programme. Hello to you, and thank you for joining me here today. Next on the Radio Emma Talk World Service, contact. This is Radio Emma Talk. So, time to say hello to you if you've made contact with us over the last few weeks. And I have to start with a couple of apologies. First, if I miss out your name, I apologise. But it's been another amazing month for reception reports. And whilst we try to include everyone, it is possible that one or two may slip through the net. Second, I'm again going to apologise for some of my atrocious pronunciation. Whilst I remember passing a couple of O-levels in different languages way back in the 1970s, my knowledge of French has almost completely disappeared and my knowledge of Latin really doesn't help me much. OK, let's start with emails received after our compilation programme transmitted by Channel 292 on 6070 and 9670 kHz on the 1st of February on the occasion of their 10th birthday. Greetings to Francisco Rubio Cubo in Spain, Andreas Tiemann in Switzerland, Emmanuel Nicodem in France, Francesco Paroli in Italy, 
Kostiantin Pravatorov in the Ukraine, Horst Sesovsky in Germany, Marco Hommel also in Germany, Maya Del Alexander in Belarus, Patrick Travers in the UK, Parik Nolan, Alan Gale in the UK, and Shin Arei in Japan. Thanks to all of you for sending in your detailed reports and also the photos and the recordings. It's always good to hear from you and we always reply with our EQSL details to reports for over-the-air listening and also for listening online or via online SDRs. Hello now to Carrie Callio in Lati, Finland and Jia Herbens in Belgium. Tuned in to our programme transmitted by our friends at Scandinavian Weekend Radio from Virat in Finland on the 6th of February. Listening on 1602 kHz medium wave and 11690 kHz shortwave. Hello also to our good friend Fred Moe in Warner, USA, who listens via our online service whilst driving to work, although he admits this is slightly cheating. Well, not really, Fred. Obviously, we like people to tune in to our over-the-air transmissions, but we're also very happy for listeners to catch us online, where you can catch us without any atmospheric interruptions. Everyone and every method is welcome. Our further transmissions via Channel 292 on the 13th and 14th of February on their frequencies of 6070 and 9670 kHz also attracted many reception reports. So let's start by saying hello to Tim Hall in Buffalo, New York, listening via an online SDR in the Netherlands to 6070 kHz. Greetings also to Lars Hennel in Sweden, receiving a very good signal with a SINPO of 55444. In Germany, we send greetings to Thomas Volkner, Ralph Ladouche, Rudolf Sontag, Dieter Sommer and Ralph Bender. In Western Norway, hello to Gilles Van Em. In Russia, greetings to Dmitry Mezin and also to Victor Varzin. Over to Italy now and hello to Giovanni Lorenzi. To the Ukraine and thanks for a second report in from Kostiantin Pravatorov. To Poland and greetings to Przemyslaw Zeladek. And closer to home, hello to Dave Kenny in Reading and Alan Gale in Lancashire here in the UK. And the final three reports for our transmissions via Channel 292 come from Kenji Hashimoto in Japan and Takuji Sahara, also in Japan, listening via online SDRs in Europe, and Kwon Dae-jun in South Korea, who was able to identify us by listening direct on 9670 kHz and receiving a better signal via an online receiver in Poland. So now to our programme relays via WRMI Radio Miami International from their transmitter site in Okeechobee, Florida. Tuning in via a web SDR to 5950 kHz, we say hello to Shivendu Paul in West Bengal, India, and also send greetings to the Metali Listeners Club. Also listening direct to 5950 kHz in the USA, we say hello to Johnny Mitchell in Minneapolis, Bruce Connor in Iowa, Bill Arcand in Bedford, and John Freeberg in Hopkinton, New Hampshire. And listening in on another of WRMI's frequencies, 9955 kHz, hello to Carl Bailey in Galesville, Harold Waring in East Hampton, Dean Bonanno in Durham, Connecticut, and Douglas Copeland in Manitoba, Canada. And finally, a special greeting to Richard Lemke in Alberta, Canada, who tunes in to all of our broadcasts on WRMI and keeps us updated on reception conditions. Much appreciated, Richard. 
as indeed are all the reports and emails that we receive from you all. We do welcome your reception reports and your comments, and we are very pleased that you are enjoying our programme. And that, my friends, brings us to the end of this normal 30-minute World Service show for this month. If you're listening to one of our one-hour time slots on WRMI, Channel 292, or Scandinavian Weekend Radio, then I invite you to stay tuned for another 30-minute trial music programme from the Radio Amatoc World Service, entitled The Wireless Years, where I'll be playing vintage music dating back to the 1930s. And, as always, this show will be available to listen to via our online streaming service. Just visit our website at www.emmatoc.com that's E-M-M-A-T-O-C.com and click on the World Service section. And again, as always, let us know what you think and if you'd like to hear more. And I'll be back with you again next month for another normal World Service transmission. Until the next time, don't forget to enjoy the simple pleasures of life. Happy listening, take care, and from me, Jim Salmon, goodbye. (laughs) 